Sings Adventurers. You have joined us for an abridged edition of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. Full episodes are available at geeklyinc.com or dndpodcast.com. So we are going to do a little bit of a different thing this episode. We're going to we're going to we're going to bring up some people's favorite moments and we're going to talk about the first 50 episodes of this crazy podcast that we've done. Right. How weird how weird is that? It's that's that's weird. It's extremely weird. weird. How the heck did this show even start? How I I will say I remember Thrifty pitching it and me being like, mm, hmm, I don't, <laughs> don't want to do that." Cuz we kind of talked about it back in the past cuz we always joked about how Thrifty had used to always just nerdily, even way nerdily, just read the the D&D books in the past. Well, what originally happened is I um I was cleaning out my parents' attic cuz they were going to move and I found all my D&D books. I took a picture of my D&D books from like 1986 and I tweeted it and then Steven Strom tweeted back at me and said we should totally play D&D and thus the idea was born yeah so from the Robin Lane I don't think anything beats the Dreadwing episode when the adventurers realized it's a turkey that is my favorite oh and Balthazar, a.k.a. Beethoven, a.k.a. Ballard's ever-changing voice. Thanks for deepening the deep, dark nerd hole for me with this podcast. Guys, we peaked at episode four. We, really, we're still doing we really did. We really only have two good episodes. It's episode four and I believe 14, the one where we first get to town. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was hard the first few times because we didn't all know each other super well. And right. We hadn't all yeah. played D&D either in a while or like maybe... It, had everyone played at least a little bit? Everyone had played at least, like, once, but not, but like... not, like, a lot, though. So it's, right. it's a lot to get used to. And I think having a new character is also hard to get used to. That's a good memory, I think, when we were... Oh, yeah, when we actually... When we just started, and then all of a sudden, we like, some dude sent us this bomb-ass, perfect, I, like, art. And we're like, oh, my God, like, this is going to change everything. And, it, I mean, I feel like it definitely made us look a lot more legit, for sure. Yeah. Remember when we threw you up in the tree? Which time? I think that comes up again. (laughs) We did it twice. We have done it a few times. That was that was when we first. That was our first pretty much teamwork. So let's say we read another memory from you, the fans. Landon Smith says, "I'm not certain where to start. The first one that comes to my mind is the dog (laughs) sausage episode, being one of the ones that brought tears to my eyes from laughing so hard." Tom first encountering Blood Drinker would be another one that people in the lab must have thought I was losing my sanity from laughing so hard. Thrifty voicing Roz for the first time was also another great one. And every time after that. I can't say any have been bad, but Tom dying was sad, but it was still a good episode, even if it caused the dreaded feels. (laughs) The most recent episode that was incredibly gratifying was the reunification of Tom and Blood Drinker. I remember like your wife the, is... the time, Go you ahead. know, the moment when I decided that Tom had to have Roz, and that was the second that Thrifty introduced a female NPC. <laughs> <laughs> She's mine. Yeah. There was the biggest thing that hung over all of our heads was who are we? Who are these four characters? We know their mannerisms, we know all that, but we don't know any of their past. So we just got done fighting a whole bunch of orcs. It was a long battle. We get to the gates of Mastwick, and you know we're all kind of whatever, joking about who I am, who 
you are or whatever. And as soon as we get to the gates, we're we're blocked. And the bouncer or whatever is like, oh, you can't. The guard was like, you can't come in. But then, like, another guard walks up. is like, oh, oh, are you Tom? <laughs> and he's like, oh, right this way. And we're like, I guess we should give these guys gold mm-hmm. to get in. I don't know. He's like, oh, no, you can come in. You're so-and-so. And we're like, what? <laughs> so that was like, for Perfect. me personally, right. was Big the start of the, the, the depth of Tom Darkblade. Thumble, and that was the first bit of background knowledge that we got about any of us, and I thought it was like really fun. And, and at yeah. first, it was, I really didn't like that Thrifty wouldn't let us make up our own backgrounds, which is <laughs> evident in the depth that I went th- to with Harper. Um, but <laughs> that was really the first time that I, I that's actually the first time I was like, oh, maybe, maybe Thrifty's better at this than I would be. I'll sit back and, and just see how it happens. Aww. Uh, this is from Aaron Nail. My favorite moment was from really early on when you guys jumped the fence around the slab building where you woke up and only to find a couple giant zombie hulks patrolling. I thought you guys were done for show. Those first few episodes, I had no idea, like, what you guys were going to do. Like, now I kind of, like, have a good sense of, like, what to, like, if I put little breadcrumbs. Yeah. Like, I, like, I know, like, what motivates you guys. So, like, now I know what to do to, like, make you go in a certain direction a little bit. Like, you'll still surprise me constantly. But but those first few episodes, I had no idea. And, like... Like, how do you prepare for that? And you're like, because you guys are all like, where should we go back into the hold fast? And I was like, oh, my God, you can't. (laughs) Don't do that. It's going to ruin everything. And, I mean, now I think I probably would roll with it and, like, be better and, like... And like be able to let you guys go in, but like at that yeah, point, I was just, or maybe like I was just like there's a thousand zombie hulks. If you go in there, you're gonna get murdered. Yeah, that, that actually that's funny. That was the most hard, sort of like heavy-handed, not very subtle. Like you shouldn't go this yeah. way. It's I've now like, learned yeah. that the term for that is railroading. <laughs> no, it was cool. sorry. Actually, like that's that's kind of like what my what my favorite part of just the whole podcast has been is like is Thrifty's ability. To take whatever ridiculous bullshit I'll come up with for my character, and <laughs> I say that, I say for my character because I don't think you guys do it to the, quite to the extent that I do. <laughs> Makes me very angry. No, you're, you're ruining my world, my world building. I can't escape as easily. All right, I'll read uh, another one from Stephanie Kingston. I love Drunk Aludra, particularly in episode 24, Hugs and Kisses. Steffa Kingston. I think my favorite episode is the one where we all kind of split up in... Was it in Car? That was in Mastwick. In Mastwick. Yes, in Mastwick. And I had the drinking contest with the dwarves, and you went and talked to the dark... Bl- Tom went and talked to the dark... It's not you, Tim. And um, Junpei still got that coat oh, from yeah. that drunk elf man. I think the sentient sword thing is kind of a great little, uh, you know, yeah. what have you. A nice touch. Nice touch. I think oh, that yeah. might, that little interaction was definitely one of my favorites. Graham McNabb says, G'day, mates. I have to say that one of my favorite moments from the D&D podcast was the super awkward sex scene <laughs> between Roz and Tom with the pulleys and the rope and the fish and all that stuff. With that and all your fiasco shenanigans, it sure does seem that Thrifty and Bachman end up with characters on the opposite side of an intimate relationship quite frequently. <laughs> coincidence? So I can tell you right now that is not. is not a coincidence. 
Let's get on the, the, the truth yeah, toadstool. Let's, let's sit down. Oh, boy. I don't know what's going to come it's out right now. It's been very difficult recording this podcast from oh, at times. Not always. But I think the moment that it was like, holy shit, we, we can't ever stop, was when we had more than one person yeah. doing fan art. Yes. Oh, my God. Do you don't even? I don't know if you guys even understand how happy the fan art makes <laughs> us. It. it makes it just makes my life. The first ones we ever had were just like you know a a guy being nice to us, and mm-hmm. that was our Kickstarter shirt. You know that's yeah. our, that's still our logo. Yeah. I, when I think of drugs and dragons, oh, yeah, that's definitely I, that it. drug dragon is mm-hmm. perfect. It's perfect. The friends that I know from this like community, I met as a result of a of a community that formed around a podcast. And so, like, now, kind of, like, being able to, like, pay that forward a little bit and have, you know, be doing a podcast that has a community around it where other people are able to meet is really, is really awesome yeah. to me. Yeah, and no, that, that's definitely true of me and Thrifty also. Um, yeah. And, I mean, oh, my God, they're, like, because every once in a while somebody will send us, like, a real, I mean, it does not every day, but every very rarely somebody will send us, like, a super personal email. Yeah. That, like, totally blows us away because yeah. it's, you know, like... Like, we just do this goofy thing for fun, and then people tell us that they, you know, mm-hmm. that actually means something to them, and, <laughs> um, and it's, it's very extremely touching. So, on that note, Austin Norton says, My favorite w- moment would have to be when you guys were at the pub doing separate skill challenges. Mm-hmm. A loser got drunk, Tom <laughs> beat someone up, Junpei took some drunk man's coat, and Tom talked to Footpad Caller. I laughed a lot during this episode. Uh, Dean Thompson, number three. <laughs> I hate gnolls. <laughs> number two, the original name for New Newfoundland Land. New Found Us Town. <laughs> and number one, the Kenku racism. Oh, yes. <laughs> Kenku racism. Wow. wow, number one. Justin Benner Brandt says, five moments. Tom jumping onto the Kraken is one that jumps... To mind. Oh, jokes. And well, the <laughs> first time I heard Dork Blade. Michael Lane says, Tim Lanning, a.k.a. Dark Blade's epic attack against the Dark Wing Terror. David Strait says, My favorite and least favorite moment was the scene with Dark Blade and Co. Realizing what was happening with that water-breathing straw. Oh. I spit on my phone. There was that feeling of fear, sadness, what the fuck, through the party <laughs> as the scroll was read. I've never wept before over a podcast, so that moment will stick with me for a while. That's like a tough, because we, you know, we we had a character die and we lost a cast member in the span yeah. of two episodes. <laughs> that was There's so, a lot of changes really fast. Yeah. And we get, we still get tweets about it, like, all the time. Well, like, yeah, because people just, are listening to it. Right, know, somebody later. just hits episode 30, and I always feel like I have to tell them, like, just get through this next episode, and then we start getting really happy, and everything's good. Don't be sad. Like, yeah, it's like... Don't it's, be sad. It's okay. It's sad. I mean, then it's Tom and a Luger buddy cop show for a little uh, bit. Not you know? for yeah. long enough, I don't feel um, like. You know, no offense, Tim Lanning. No, we, got, we still gotta do you. that. Yeah, I, I know for me, yeah. we all knew that someone was gonna die because of the angel of death, because of the Kickstarter. And I knew for a lot longer, and it was very hard not to tell you. Yeah. Because we, we, we chat a bit. Did you feel sad for us, or were you just laughing? Because you're big old mean DM. I am, I am very, I am very sensitive. <laughs> I have a lot of very feelings. Very sensitive. I have a lot of mm-hmm. emotions. I didn't know. A lot of feelings. I just have a and lot of feelings. I probably was secretly 
Most of that. Uh, Shauna Young says, kind of a time between the moment that the group realizes that the Thanksgiving connection and that you hang up. No, you hang up. Tender moment between Thrifty as Blood Drinker and Tom. Oh, oh, and the last moment Junpei was on the show. I, I there's been times where I've been jealous of Tom, and this is because like some of my favorite, Aww. some of my like some of the characters that I've enjoyed playing the most are the ones that came after after Tom, or after, yeah, after Tom, because, like, I, he's a lot of me, you know, he's a lot of my, like, you know, a lot of dick jokes and just, you know, depravity. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Look, having sex with hot babes. It's been going on for a long time, and I still love playing Tom, don't get me wrong, but, like, sometimes when he comes close to death, and you guys are like, oh, but, you know, it's easy to resurrect people in this world. I'm just like, no! <laughs> I, I think no! The first thing we said was that if somebody dies, they die. (laughs) I have to say, I'm kind of terrified. I'm kind of terrified as to what a new Mike Bachman character would be. I can't even imagine. Watch it be like super simple. Like, hey, it's me. (laughs) Michael Lane says, any scene involving Ballard or Luke in the foul mouth would help. Nicole Howard says, my absolute favorite episodes are the Thanksgiving one, episodes four. Probably when the adventurers first met Ballard and pretty much any time they interact with Lucan. I literally cry from laughing so much. My second favorite episode would be 15, the pirate one, when Roz first makes her appearance. And everyone had to talk in a pirate voice. The best part, I think, besides Thrifty busting out that sweet, sweet accent for Roz, was when the adventurers on the ship still speak in their pirate accents, and then the crew drop out of the accent and tells them they don't have to do that shit when the captain isn't around. <laughs> the other part, which I can't remember if it was I forgot about that. that episode really or 16, when Junpei gets the eye patch and shoots poop damage at people. Those are my favorite moments from specific episodes, but in general, I love Tom's raging dragon boner all the time. Guys, we did a freaking successful mm-hmm. Kickstarter. Bomb-ass Kickstarter. Like, if you had told me a year ago that I was going to do a Kickstarter at all, I would have been like, no. Yeah. <laughs> I think, is it maybe, is it safe to say that the Kickstarter has contained some of the highest and lowest moments? <laughs> For 100% sure. true. For sure. For sure. Oh For my sure. gosh. Moments um, were like, we're not going to break up, are we? The donations or whatever you call them started rolling in. It was insane. Just, I, like I would oh. just like check it like uh, you know compulsively at work. Like we were, I mean, I was so blown away by the response. I mean, it was like melted my brain. What was it we were trying to raise? Really, like thousand dollars to buy Mike Bachman and Steven Strama Mike. I was like, I was like, I was like, I bet we could get like a thousand. That would Probably be get awesome. A thousand. Get ourselves some microphones. And then we got over ten thousand dollars. That's insane. Kingdoms have been founded on ten thousand dollars. <laughs> oh my god, that is one of my favorite memes. Definitely is making fun of the the, uh, the economy in our game. What's even happening in our in this world? Well, I had originally, I had originally imagined maybe a slightly grittier world. For us to be in because I was oh. so I was so entrenched in Game of Thrones, but but then obviously I yeah. saw what was happening. Yeah. It was like nope, <laughs> abandoned ship. <laughs> <laughs> this would be tough. This is different the not gonna be gritty. I think yeah. the Kickstarters are an interesting thing too. Like I think a lot of people will do the Kickstarter and they don't realize how much mm-hmm. work it's gonna be to get Holy everything shit. out. Like it was so much work. It was a lot of work, and and I, I was somebody I follow on Twitter a while back was talking about of all the Kickstarters she had um, backed, and, like, 
how little of the stuff she'd actually yeah, got. Yeah, I've only gotten one. Yeah. It's my Krabby wallet. Like it, it, people. I mean, it's. I think just people get in over there because what happens is what, what they say. I want to get two thousand dollars. Well, then they get twenty thousand dollars, and they have to do all these things more, which is great. They got so much more than their goal, but then you have to do stretch goals, and then you're like. Oh shit! Right. I was not prepared to do all this, so I'm glad. That, so, I, for any of you, if you got stuff like later from us, and we said totally sorry, but man, that shit was hard. Yeah. Austin says the fight with the kraken. That was obviously a great one. The wonderful Tandy says a dragonborn climbing into a stuffed dragon's mouth to bloodily emerge with a steroid that talks to him. I mean, fifty. I guess one question I've always had is how do you keep. Or don't keep the accents in a row. How do you figure yeah, out? Yeah, how do you? Like, obviously, like, Roz, French. But everyone else, like, that we it's make like fun French of you Canadian, for right? kind of... Uh, I will lift the curtain a little bit to let you te- peek under the for Oz. The grand, powerful Oz. Please don't uh, tell us was... you just talk to yourself in different accents. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was listening to um, audiobooks, and I listened to a terrible audiobook um, of the Da Vinci Code. Ah, <gasps> oh. And uh, the guy who was doing the voiceover did uh, did the French lady. Oh man! And and that is that is my that is where I pull that is where I pull Roz from. Ah, uh, my so terrible funny. female French accent. You're welcome. Chris Lucas says, "Focus is interrogation." My favorite moment is still in episode nine, while the party is interrogating Focus, when Tom is working the intimidation angle and tells Tom to cut off Focus's head. I still laugh to the point of tears at what comes next. <laughs> Tom stutters into a surprise. I, I do. Full stop. Silence. And then the whole group erupts in laughter. That's up there with my favorite, too. Yeah, because it was just, we all just were like, no, that did not just happen. That's what makes D&D so good, is that you can just, like, do things like that and find out. Because if you're playing a video game, it's like, okay, you can do things to a certain point. But in, you know, in D&D, you could just be like, this is what happens, and now we just all have to deal with those consequences, whatever, for better yeah. or worse. Can we, can we, my one regret is not doing more Tom's Muriel disease. Oh, yeah. Like, missing oh. an attack. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, you should be riddled with VDs. I, I, I like, I don't want Roz to have be yeah. a prostitute anymore, though. I like her too much. But isn't Roz, like, mind, a magic person? retconned a little bit. She's been retconned. What's up? Isn't Roz a magic person now? So she's probably got some like spells and she's stuff. She's a she's a she's a rogue. Oh. The name came from the prostitute from Game of Thrones. And she was a prostitute, and that's why Tom got VD was because right. she was a prostitute. And then she turned into a shipping magnet. Listen, the next fifty episodes, they're gonna be great. I, I will say that, that that there are certain seeds that were planted. Long ago, that will come to fruit. Wow. Wow. Man, it would be weird if we added a new person yeah. someday. What? <laughs> Guys, Neither here nor there. this is not interesting anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Let's stop talking. Stop talking. Thank you for listening in to this abridged episode of the Drunks and Dragons podcast. If you would like to hear more, go to geeklyinc.com or dndpodcast.com. If you want to contact us, we're on Twitter, again, at Geekly Inc. or at DD Podcast. If you would like to support us, you can always go to patreon.com slash DD Podcast. There are tiers for any budget, and it really does help us continue to make content for you every week. Editing help from David L. Stewart. Check out his site at spudcam.com. That's our show. Keep it a little dicey. 
and said, we should totally play D&D. And thus the idea was born. Yeah. 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 Man. Man. Yeah, I I remember it a little differently. How do you remember it? Tell us about it. I was, I was dry, no, what it it was, I was replacing my shower curtain, is what it was, and I was standing on the toilet. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. And and I slipped, and I hit my head, and when I came to, I drew, I drew a a crayon diagram. (laughs) And that diagram was of the first computer. (laughs) Now that computer, you know, eventually... Eventually, you know, you go through a number of prototypes. It took time. It took time. Yeah, as it does. It it took time. Scientific discovery. Then I invented the iPod. Oh, and this is all on the floor, correct? This is all All in the bathroom. He has not left the Infinite time happened within the bathroom floor. Just ground floor. And then I came up with the idea. I said, hey, wouldn't it be cool if there was a game that people could play using pen and paper? Oh. You know, it was like a fantasy RPG. You invented D&D after you invented the iPod. (laughs) 